0: You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Money Honey podcast, a bi-weekly conversation where I'll be spelling the T on entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Khadija Bingham, CEO of Money Honey Financial, and I am here to candidly share my experience as a new entrepreneur. Whether you are currently an entrepreneur, someone who's considering entrepreneurship, or just interested in hearing my journey, I am here to encourage, motivate and most of all keep it real with you thank you so much for tuning in and I cannot wait for you to listen welcome 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 to the first episode of let's talk money honey I am so 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 excited to finally be starting this podcast I really, really, really want to share my journey through entrepreneurship. I think I have a lot to say and it could add a lot of value to people who are interested in becoming entrepreneurs, um, people who are currently entrepreneurs or just people who just want to listen to a black girl that's out here getting it. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Khadija Bingham, and I am the CEO of Money Honey Financial. I have been a full-time entrepreneur for less than a year. I officially transitioned from my corporate job to full-time entrepreneurship March 1st of 2022. So I will be hitting my one-year mark soon. And like I said, I just want to share. Everything that I'm learning, everything that I'm experiencing, the good, the bad, the ugly. I feel like there aren't many platforms that actually share the true and the real behind what it means to be an entrepreneur. Um, Instagram highlights and glorifies This experience. Um, And while I do think that there are a lot of great things about it, I do think that there's a lot of lows too. Um, Personally, I don't wake up every morning excited to work and do my job and run my business. Most mornings I do, but there's times when I don't. I used to think that entrepreneurship was for everybody. And now that I'm here, I am learning that it is absolutely not for everybody. I used to hate on my nine to five, but I use so much of the stuff that I learned in my nine to five, in my business, that I have become so grateful for my experience in corporate because I think that it makes me a better business owner. And I can tell the difference between me and how I run my business versus other entrepreneurs that didn't come from such great companies as I did. So it really does have an impact on how you run and grow your business. Um, This podcast will be bi-weekly to start. Um, I do not want to overcommit. Maybe one day I'll get to the point where I have so much to say that I will be talking to you guys on a weekly basis. But as of right now, it will just be every other week week um I intend for this to be a solo podcast where it will just be me sharing my thoughts and to be honest this might be just my form of therapy where I'm talking about and dissecting what it is that I'm going through um and I really don't expect these to be long at all so if you plan to be an avid listener of the let's talk money honey podcast Sometimes you might get a 10-minute episode. Sometimes you might get a 30-minute episode. But I really don't think that they'll go longer than 30 minutes. Like, can I talk to myself for that long? Maybe. I don't know. But we're going to (laughs) see. So for this first episode... It is my intention for it to drop on my birthday. So if you are listening to this on January 20th, it is officially my 29th birthday. Happy birthday to me. Um, so I figure what better way than to start off with one, since it's my birthday, doing a reflection of the last year and then outlook into the next year. So for me, the year 28 was so transformational. It was literally a year of so much change. So much shit happened all in one year. And I felt like I spent the year just trying to figure things out. And I am hoping that year 29 is the year that I can put it all together and make it all happen. Or make a lot of things happen. Maybe not all, but make a lot of things happen. So for some context, last year I left my job with Goldman Sachs to run Money Honey Financial full time. I purchased my first property and it's a duplex. I live in one unit. I rent out the other. So I became a homeowner and a landlord at the same time. I uh, moved from New York City to back to my hometown right outside of Philadelphia. I literally, I loved Brooklyn so much and I never thought that I would leave. But um, last year I did. It just made so much financial sense. Like my rent in uh, New York was... um, my portion was 1500 the total rent was 3200 and uh my mortgage now for two apartments is 1800 so with me going into this unknown territory of full-time entrepreneurship i knew i had to make changes that were Fiscally responsible. So it just made sense for me to buy a property, um, house hack because my Airbnb pays my mortgage most of the time um, so that I can focus on building the business. So I had to leave New York last year, come back home. What else changed happened? Um, I went from being in a four year long distance relationship to living in the same 900 square feet with my partner. So we went from living in two totally different states to living in the same 900 square foot or square feet. Am I saying that right? I don't know. So that itself, huge change. I went from being two hours away from my parents to literally being five minutes from my parents. And that was a huge adjustment. Like, I remember before I moved, I was asking my friends, like, How often am I supposed to visit? Because I had it down packed. I knew how often I was supposed to visit when I lived two hours away. But now that I'm five minutes away, what is the expectation? Like, does my mom want to see me every day? Does she want to see me once a week? Is it bad if I don't see her for a full week? Like, I'm not, I was not sure. So it was literally so much change last year. But I had a great year like I never thought that I would enjoy being back home because I loved Brooklyn so much but I realized that I missed a lot from being away and while I highly encourage people to move um away from their hometown I think that it helped me grow and stretched me in so many ways that I don't think that I would have been stretched or in ways I would have grown if I stayed home. There is definitely um some things that I feel that I I've missed out on. Like I left home 10 years ago, pretty much. Like once I left college, I went to school four hours away. And um I uh, went to school four hours away and then after school was when I moved to New York and then um, I would come home for like internships during the summers, but I didn't really live there. So I have cousins that are like 10 that I don't really know Uh, family members that I'm not as close to anymore. Uh, There's memories that occurred that I wasn't present for, um and I I didn't realize that I would enjoy it but being present now just feels so 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 good. I love that like my mom can call me and be like, "Oh, your dad's putting some chicken on the grill. You want to come over and I can come hang out and eat chicken <laughs> with my family. Um and build those memories. So I'm really enjoying it. I love having a car, <laughs> being able to go to the grocery store or go to Target and pick up and get whatever I want and not have to be think thoughtful of how it is that I'm going to get it back home. Uh, so it's those little things as well that I'm really enjoying about my new life um, that I didn't expect. If I had to highlight my top three moments as an entrepreneur last year in year 28, I would say that um, one of those moments was paying myself for the first time. I had been running my business on the side for a while. And because I had a pretty good salary with Goldman, I never had to touch any of that money. I went years or let's say a year and a half with money in a bank account that I never touched. I just thought of it as like, well really it's not my money it's the business's money um but I just used I leveraged it as like savings pretty much. I never touched it. It was money that added to my wealth, but I didn't need it to live my life um actually uh, it was because of that money that I was able to secure my loan and buy my property. so side hustling really really can make big changes for you and I am grateful for that. but once I left my job. In March, um, I didn't even pay myself. I had so much money, like, saved up in preparation for this that I didn't have to pay myself. And I just, I kept putting it off because I think I was afraid that, like, I wasn't going to be able to continually pay myself. So I just rather... I didn't want to do it at all. Like, I don't really know. I need to dissect what those feelings were. But I didn't pay myself until like May. And then I set up a reoccurring direct deposit for a very small amount, which is $1,500 every other week. So I only paid myself $3,000 a month. And um, when that first direct deposit hit and the bank statement said, description, money, honey, financial, that felt so good, like, wow, I am really, like, I'm doing it, like, I'm running a business, and this business is paying me to do it, like, that felt so great, like, especially after years of, um, or, like, not years, but I guess I've been running money, honey, for a while, but it hasn't been making money for that long. <laughs> but, like, after just, like, so much time and to finally be able to pay myself and to know that, like, this is my only source of income, that felt very interesting. It was it, it was a very good feeling. Um, I still pay myself. Actually, I just increased my salary for myself. Uh Not by much, though, like maybe instead of like three thousand dollars a month, I'm paying myself thirty seven fifty a month until the end of tax season. Then I'll go ahead and increase it again um, because I'm planning for a big tax season. Um, But to be able to consistently pay myself to not have to question when that payment was coming or uh, worry about if there will be enough money in the business's bank account to pay me um, was truly, truly, truly a blessing for me in my first year of entrepreneurship. I'll say uh, the second thing that was monumental to me is was getting an office space. Um, I signed a lease for my first office suite last year. And if I can be honest, I did not plan on getting an office within my first couple of months of full time entrepreneurship. It was something that I thought would come way later down the line. But. Um, I think I woke up one day and was like, next tech season, I want to have a, a team and I want us to be in person and I want to build a culture and I want to be able to be physically present to answer questions. So, you know what? I need to get a space. And I started looking at spaces and I had a goal um, to just make sure that I was in there really by like October, November, so that I wouldn't be transitioning into a new space Um during my busiest time. And I was able to secure a space by September. Um, And that felt really good because I like didn't uh, think it would happen this soon. And it happened with ease. Like I went to go look at one space. I fell in love with it. Um, It was about $1,200 a month. And uh, I, Loved it so much, but I ultimately decided not to go with that space because the big R word, I'm like, okay, it's a recession come in. Like, do I need this much space? Then I went and looked at another place. It was much smaller. The rent was only four hundred dollars a month. I said, you know what? I can get jiggy with this. I can justify this as I'm on my way to sign the lease and bring the guy first month, last month in security deposit. He calls me and he says, never mind. We don't want any accounting firms in this building, any more accounting firms in this building. So I was taken aback and I felt very discouraged at that moment. Then I'm on my way to a friend, a friend and client, Jason. Hey, Jason, a a long-term OG client. Um, I'm on my way to his housewarming and we stopped at Wine and Spirits to get a, uh, Bottle of alcohol or champagne or whatever to bring to the event. And my sister is with me and she's like, Oh, look, they have office spaces available. I called that number the following Monday. I went and viewed the space. Um, I filled out some paperwork and literally got the keys very quickly. Um, So I was so surprised at how easy the process was and uh, just overall grateful that I was able to make that happen for. My business, um, and now we're like in the office every every week, at least twice a week during tech season, a hundred percent will be there three days a week um but I have a space for clients to come by, for my staff to come to, and it feels like really really really, really, really great and then I'll say like my third uh, moment um was probably being able to hire somebody to help me with accounting work. So over the summertime, I hired my sister to help me with a lot of like social media type work for the business. And that felt great to be able to offer a job to um, my family. And honestly, like moving home was great because I was really able to put a lot of people on. I gave my sister a job. Um, I hired my dad to clean my Airbnb after every... uh, after every booking. So I was able to put money in his pocket. Um, But outside of that, I think that like when I was doing interviews for like my first real accounting um, intern, I just felt like, wow, I'm about to be somebody's boss. Like what is going on? And, uh, that was a great moment for me and i'm very lucky and grateful that that's still working out it's been such a big help so if you are an entrepreneur and one you one thing i'm learning is that like you can't do this shit on your own you literally can't do it on your own and you shouldn't do it on your own help is not that expensive like look at your books see what it is that you can afford And even if you only have somebody come and help you for five hours a week, that is going to be such a huge help for you. Um, We started off with 16 hours a week during tax season. We've increased that to a minimum of 20 hours a week. Uh, It's, been affordable for me i haven't had to question if i would be able to pay this girl thank god um i pay her even when i don't have her work because sometimes i don't prep well enough and i don't have enough work for her to do but i'm still able to pay her for that uh that week or so or those days so um hiring help has probably been a game changer for me as i run my business so as i think about like those top three things that happened for me as an entrepreneur last year. Yeah, paying myself was a big deal for me. Signing the lease for my office was definitely a big deal for me. And then hiring like an accounting intern was also a big deal for me. All things that I literally did not expect to happen in my first year of entrepreneurship. But I am so grateful that they did. Um, and I really think that they set me up for positive vibes, uh, going forward. As I think about what I'm looking forward to in year 29, who got a whole year under my belt as an entrepreneur at this point. Um, well for one, 29 is my year to get fine. Okay. I gained so much weight last year. I am literally the biggest that I've ever been. I need to get back to counting calories, working out, something. So 29 is definitely going to be my year to get fined because I want to walk in to 30 like a bad boss bitch, okay? So uh, 29 is my year to get fined. So if you see me doing something that's not in line with me getting fined, make sure you call my ass out on it, please. Um, but in all seriousness, I feel like I'm walking into this year different than I've walked into any year of my life. And for the first time, I am walking with a true spirit of expectation. I uh, truly expect everything that I am praying for and everything that I am planning for to happen for me. I think that for so long, I've always believed in myself, but there was always some doubt in the back of my mind. At this point in my life, there is no room for doubt. Like I am planning and making room for God to make happen all the things that I've been asking for. So I think that 29 is going to be so different for me because I expect good things to flow to me. And um I think a lot of that has to do with me just being more confident in my capabilities um, and me really believing that like, why won't this shit happen? I put in the work. Why won't it happen? If you know me, if you've been following my journey and we'll talk about this more, you'll know that I failed this one CPA exam like four or five times before I was able to pass it. And I think that after experiencing that loss after loss after loss after loss and then finally winning, I feel like there's nothing I can't do eventually. So a lot of that energy of like that persistence, it taught me that I am a persistent person and everything and that everything that I want for myself, I can make happen. So I'm walking into 29, expecting everything that I want to happen to happen, and I'm making room for it to do so. I want to grow a team. I currently have more desks in my office than I have people working for me. And I'm expecting for that to work out. I remember when I was Black Friday, I was buying monitors for the office. It was only two of us in the office, but you know what? I'm going to buy three because I'm going to need that third one before I know it. I am literally walking into this year with a spirit of expectation. I am planning to have my first six-figure tax season this year. I have been putting a lot of work into it, a lot of effort, uh, have a team. There's four of us total. Um, I'll be marketing more and I'm expecting it to happen. I have been making all of the right investments, all of the right moves. And, um, I'm really just expecting for everything that I pray for and that I hope for to happen for me. And I, I don't think that this new spirit of expectation, Makes me naive to the fact that things can't work out, like don't, sometimes don't work out. I think that what it really means is that I truly believe if they don't work out now, then they'll work out eventually. So if I don't get this six figure tax season this year, I'm gonna get close to it. If it's not a hundred thousand, it'll be 90. If it's not 100,000, maybe it's 85, but you know what it won't be? It won't be 20. It won't be 30. It won't be 40. It's going to be close to that goal because that's how I'm coming. That's literally how I'm coming for everything. So um, I'm so excited about what is going to happen for me in this new year um, of my life, this new chapter of my life. I'm excited to share it all with you guys. yeah, this 29 is going to be something interesting. Another thing that I, I've i decided to do differently as I set my goals for the year is for the, allow them to be more input-based versus output-based. So while I jokingly said 29 is my year to get fine, I am less focused on the output, right? The output is lose X amount of pounds. That's not what I'm focused on this year. I'm focused on doing the things and setting goals and targets around the, the things that I can control. So I can control what I eat. I can control that I exercise. And as long as I eat what I'm supposed to be eating and not exercise when and as often as I'm supposed to be exercising, then the weight loss is going to happen. So this year, I'm not saying by the end of the year, I'm going to be down 20 pounds. Nope. That's not what I'm concerned about. What I'm saying is that this year I'm going to count my calories. This year I am going to work out three times a week. Um, this year I am going to do X, Y, and i I'm focused on the input, y'all. I'm not focused on the output, but I know that by me focusing on the input, that the output is going to be exactly what it is that it needs to be. So, as I wrap up this first episode of Let's Talk Money Honey, I am so excited that you are here on this journey with me. I am so excited to share with you. Um, I ask that you follow me and keep up with me on social media, on Instagram. I am at miss.moneyhoney. That is miss period money honey. You can follow me if there are topics that you want me to discuss. Um Please let me know and I will see y'all in two weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in.